It's time, it's time, it's time for another exciting episode of Old Fashioned Work and Whiskey, an old-fashioned podcast about old-fashioned work ethic and old-fashioned bourbon. I'm your host, Jason Courtney. As always, in studio with me, our chief engineer and co-host, Mr. Olin Hyde. I'm, you know... Today is cool in here for the first time in a long time. <laughs> I it, it's borderline chilly. It's yeah. the fan says it's sixty eight, which we haven't seen that since the winter time. <laughs> yeah, so the the podcast room stays a little warm, but uh, today it is nice and cool. And as soon as I said it, it's now up to seventy, it's going to start getting <laughs> hot in here. Here we go. <laughs> so today we are enjoying some uh, old fashions, as you saw us make on the video with Thomas S. Moore. So Thomas S. Moore was born in 1853. He's the son of an architect and master craftsman. He began making bourbon in 1792 at the Bardstown Brewery. Um, Bardstown is now the bourbon capital of the world. If you guys don't know about it, it does have its own uh, bourbon still, and they are they are crushing it. But uh, Mr. Thomas S. Moore here is uh, is perfectionist and decided to make his own Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and it is finishing a port cask which honors his relentless ambition and his commitment to crafting bourbon whiskey that stands the test of time um, so the bottle that we're drinking today is a 98.9 proof which makes it 49.45 percent alcohol by volume uh, it is Kentucky straight bourbon finishing port cask extended cask finish and we should notice some soft, sweet, subtle hints of fruit, vanilla, and baking spices. Yeah. Not a hard bottle to find. It is a little on the rare side, but not impossible to find. It's a fairly common bottle. So let's, uh, let's give her a taste here. Ooh, that's a... Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's... That's enjoyable. It's got it's got nice back end, but it fades quickly. I don't know if that's the fruit notes that I'm tasting or or the cherry. I don't know. That's the cherry. There's something there, and maybe it's the port. Yeah, it's smooth, but got a little bit of bite. It's warm. Yeah, but not like I said, it fades very quickly. This is an old fashioned that would sneak up on you in a hurry. Like because you could drink this quick. Yeah, and not recognize it. Very good. I'm very yeah, delicious. Good pick, Olin. Yeah. Where'd you get it at? Uh I believe this was also a bamboos. Bamboos fine uh, wine. Fine, yep. Recently so, under new ownership, right? Correct. Uh, so. nice young guy there ordering it. He's gonna really start ramping up the bourbon selection, so we should you know, be able to get some new stuff. Good, good. We uh, we haven't had to repeat a bourbon yet. No. So no. even though we've wanted to, <laughs> there's a few that have been really, really good. So yeah. so what's our topic today? Definitely recommend the Thomas S. Moore. Yes. So as I teased in the video on Facebook um, last week, we are going to talk about the three T's. And the three T's are what I have decided has helped make us successful. And those three T's are talent training and tools and just you know you guys can't see it but i'm i'm usually the one that makes us come in with show notes and they're usually just bullet points to make sure we stay on track occasionally one time i came in with a full page document where i was ready to crush it and i walk in today to the studio this is jason's pick for the topic and we've got a whole article printed out 
Well, it's an article in which I wrote, so <laughs> it's um, that's what we're getting for the show notes. We're not going to read it. We're not going to go verb, you know, word for word af- off of what I've written. But it was a good highlight of what we what we want to talk about. And the first T we want to talk about is talent, and it's a big deal, right? Like we've talked about this on several shows already. It's not something that should be taken for granted. If you're starting a new business, especially in today's uh, environment, I mean, all you hear about is unemployment and can't find people. And, but whether you're talking about starting a new business, helping to grow in a continuing business, whatever it is, talent is, is really at the top. If you don't have the right people recruited, um, you know, they talk about this from good to great by Jim Collins. They talk about it in the five dysfunctions of a team by Patrick Lencioni. I mean, every organization will talk about having great people, right? Because people are what matters. That's why we talked about being relentless in pursuit and recruiting certain individuals. So for us, talent is is the number one thing. If you don't have people that align with your vision, with your values, and with your your work ethic, then it's it's going to be difficult to to work together. It's not you're not going to be pulling each other along. It's going to be fighting against each other, right? Absolutely, and. We've seen time and time again where people talk about, I mean, like Southwest is a prime example where it's the people that help make Southwest so successful. Like there's no special formula that they do that's different from other airlines. A big part of what makes them successful is their people and they empower them to help make them profitable. Absolutely. You know, and, and for us, we have seen that over and over again with Matt, with you, KC. I mean, we have such talent here. Uh, Michelle, you know, who we, I recruited away from a, um, a hotel chain here in Pensacola that I just don't think fully appreciated the value that she brought. And, and there have been times that we don't fully appreciate it, but I mean, there is not a more dedicated individual than, than Michelle and she's a hard worker. Oh man. She'll work circles around me and she's, she's 20, maybe 25 years older than me. I don't, (laughs) We'll just stick with older. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she crushes it, you know, so talent for us is a big deal. The, the, without, with, when you have talent, you have to pair it though. And this is something that you and I talked about for an hour and a half yesterday. And that's training, right? You can recruit the best people in the world, but if you're not training properly, then you're wasting the talent. Yeah. Well, then here you talk a lot about some of the more professional, successful people, that have come along, you know, and you think we just finished up the Olympics and or part of the Olympics, I should say. Uh, and those guys had a certain amount of natural, we'll just say talent to get where they were recognized, but they didn't become an Olympic level athlete because they had talent. They became an Olympic level athlete because they were trained really well, really hard, really rigorously. Yeah, so in my in my little article here, I talk about three successful Michaels. So we had Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Phelps, Michael Strahan, all top athletes in their sport, right? So you got Michael Jordan, who is, in my opinion, the best basketball player in the history of the sport. Some would argue it's LeBron James. I don't think he holds a candle. He's always had to have a team built around him. Michael could go in and do it. You know, now granted, he had some great players that he brought alongside he of him, Scotty, and but you watch some of his and, plays, like, and this is straying a little bit here, but you know, you watch some of his plays where he 
palms the ball and just like Moving fakes around. them out oh, like yeah. yeah like oh i'm gonna go up nope psych like but it ta- they talk so there's a if you if you have netflix if you subscribe i highly recommend tuning in to the uh the chicago bulls um the last dance is the name of the docuseries and it's uh it's about the the chicago bulls of the 90s and and how great they were and so many of those players talk about the the hard work ethic of Michael Jordan. So it, it was exhausting to them because he would go into practice and he would play with the same intensity and in practice that he showed up with in in games. And these guys are like, you're exhausting us. He's like, good. Well, if I'm doing it, they won't. Like, yep. I'm preparing you for these games. And that's why they were so successful is because they had training of, of top caliber. They pushed themselves to be the best. I had a conversation with Brianna, our uh, front office administrator, that was um, this morning, you know, in office pride, I would argue we probably have the best social market, the social media marketing Mm -hmm. in all of office pride out of 135 different franchisees. I think we're the best, but to me, I was like, Hey, I want to get better. And she's like, okay. I was like, you know, it's not okay just to be the best because if you're satisfied at the best, you'll start to fail and then others will pass you. And I'm like, so we're going to push ourselves to be even better and and try even harder. And she's like, oh, okay. So she's going to be taking some courses online that are going to encourage her and teach her how to do even better than she already does. And I was like, this isn't a shot at, hey, we suck at this. This is a, hey, I know we're already the best, but that's not good enough. We want the infinite versus the finite, right? Like- Absolutely. Yeah. So we want to continue to develop our people. We want to train the talent so they can continue to do a good job. And then the third piece, I think, is sometimes looked at as more important than than the talent or the training, but also gets left off. People try to get cheap on it, and that's the tools, right? And we've talked about it a couple of times about investing in equipment, right? Absolutely, and it, it can make a huge difference. I mean, your, your example there is... It's a poignant, I guess, the word. <laughs> you don't, you don't like talking about tractors. I'm from Milton, man. That's what we talk about. I'm a horticulturalist. I don't mind tractors. That's a lot of <laughs> hortic- horticulturalist. Is that seven syllables? <laughs> I guess that's a lot of syllables. That's I mean, I'm going by your fingers. <laughs> I don't know if you counted right, but that's how many were up. I don't either. So yeah, so we talk about you know the highways, right? Interstate 10 runs from the Florida state line of Alabama all the way to the beaches in Jacksonville. Now, obviously it runs much further than that West, West, but in the state of Florida, it runs the entire span of the state. How long do you think it would push Mo take to push Mo the grass in those medians? How many people are we going to (laughs) have? You call it, you call it. I mean, even if you had a thousand, you'd never, you never get it done. Right. So, but the, 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 you know, the, the Florida department of transportation has brought in these mowers that have the ability to mow 10 feet wide sections, right? So they are able to get more done by one person than having more people do harder, more intensive work. And it's able to give them faster production rates. It's able to, able to save them money on labor and it gives their employees a better quality of life. Yeah, I wouldn't want to push them over for eight hours a day, but sitting on a tractor is not so bad. In air-conditioned cab for yeah. most of them now, right? Like, yeah. I mean, listening to the radio, just mowing along. Like, mm-hmm. Imagine how many podcasts those guys listen to. I would listen to a lot. 
Yeah, you could kill some podcasts. I, yeah, I would run out, I think. Audiobooks. Oh, yeah. All the audiobooks. I downloaded three yesterday. I think mm-hmm. all three of them had to do with D- Disney leadership. So <laughs> get you guys are in store for some Disney lessons here coming up. Uh, those of you that don't know, I'm a huge Disney fan. Have Disney art all around the office. Have read Bob Igert's bu- uh, book on his leadership role when he, I think, he was CEO for like 19 years, 15 years, something like that. I mean, he just yeah. had a great career. Uh, he was the one that mastermind the the acquisition of Marvel, Star Wars, Fox 20th Century. Uh, I've watched his masterclass on masterclass because I subscribe to that as well. So, but you know, their tools are important, right? But if you give someone a tool, like you take somebody off the side of the road and you put them in that tractor, are they going to be good? Heck no. They're going to probably ruin a, a $200,000 piece of equipment. Yeah. Like training's key. Like you tools are important, but only if you're trained how to use those. So really I think it's all three. It's, it's that Venn diagram where you have to have all three for success. Like you can't just have two out of the three. And, and it's probably like making an old fashioned. If you have too much of one ingredient, but not enough of the other, yeah. It's just not going to be right. It could still be palatable, but it may not be enjoyable. It may not be the best that it could be. You know, if if you train, if you get the right person, train them properly and give them the right tools, success knows no end. Yeah, it's a it's a real recipe for success because like you said, if you have even if you have the best training and the best tools, if you have somebody who doesn't care and isn't dedicated, then you're still going to get poor results. If you have somebody who's dedicated and cares, but you don't train them well and you give them tools, you're still going to get poor results. Like you got to have all three. Yeah. In my closing statement, I talk about how having the most popular brand isn't what makes someone successful. And, and for that, I'll go to so Coca-Cola, um, people that are fans of Coca-Cola, it has been theorized. Some people say it's fact you, the best Coca-Cola you can get is from McDonald's. So McDonald's refrigerates their Coca-Cola syrup. Their lines are refrigerated. It's the coldest Coca-Cola that's served. And because of the way that it's served, it just has a better flavor. How many times have you ever driven through a McDonald's drive-thru just for a Coca-Cola? Never. Exactly, because it's not about popularity or what's the best. It's about all the pieces around it, right? And having to sit in a line for four to eight minutes for a a Coca-Cola isn't ideal. You know, the food that they have around it isn't ideal. So it doesn't matter that they have the best Coke. It doesn't matter that they have the best marketing. It's all about total success, right? It's Chick-fil-A. I mean, they are excellent at, at a lot of things. Some people would argue that they struggle with execution in some things, but I think they're darn near perfect. My food, I've never had an an issue getting the order wrong. But again, it goes back to total experiences, even when they mess up. Like if you sat in the drive-thru line for longer than you expected, or if they mess your order up, like you end up with a little nice little coupon of, mm-hmm. hey, come back for a free sandwich on us. Yeah, because they go out of their way and they, you know, they take advantage. Like they probably spend more wrapping their chicken sandwiches than all the other fast food establishments do combined because they have that nice foil container that keeps the heat in and really keeps your sandwich fresh versus the milli micrometer 
yeah. paper wax paper doesn't do anything except smear sauce all over your bun if well, ketchup oozes out. It's no different than uh, the sauces, right? You go to McDonald's, you want extra sauce, that'll be 25 cents. Like Chick-fil-A, they're like, here's a handful. Yeah. We want you to love our sauce. And then now they sell them and people buy them, right? People yeah. have gotten so addicted to them. They buy them from the stores like you and your spicy ketchup from oh, Whataburger. Yeah, I do love spicy ketchup. Right. So it's all about taking advantage of the talent, the training and the tools. If you take advantage of all three of those things, I truly believe you will find success in whatever you, you set your mind to. It doesn't matter whether it's massage chiropractic coffee cleaning restaurants you name it if you bring those three things to the table people can't help but be attracted to it absolutely yeah so that's it for today it talent is. training tools takes all three and you can build an amazing business and it doesn't matter what it is whether it's fast food or what else we talk about sports Oh, sports. I love sports. Can't all wait. Right. Football season has started. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. We've really enjoyed this Thomas S. Moore. We may uh, try and kill the bottle up at the cigar bar later this week. And uh, it was a pleasure talking with you about the three T's. We'll see you next time on Old Fashioned Working Whiskey. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh.